so I hope that it's recording uh, the video and not just audio, but even if it's just audio, I'll just put it on my podcast instead. Yeah. But I thought it would be interesting to talk about like fear or, you know, like the dark, the dark side of life, like scary things, mm-hmm. fear, anxiety, and what, Sounds good. how, we, like how we deal with that stuff and how maybe the average person deals with it and how you can have a more harmonious relationship with the dark side of life instead of just trying to ignore it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I know that both of us, we've been friends since like 2011 or so. And we used, we were really similar in that we were kind of neurotic and anxious and obsessive, <laughs> you know, and like really hard on ourselves. So mostly we would relate on that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then, uh, yes, both of us have changed a lot in that and have kind of gone a similar direction with being a lot less anxious and depressed and figuring out better ways. So when did that really start to change for you? You know, like, cause I remember you just changed like so drastically. It was so sudden that I thought you joined a cult. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know if I ever told you that, but yeah, it's like when you very first just like kind of changed, it was so drastic and so sudden that yeah i was like did he join a cult <laughs> but wow. cl- like no, then you explained that. more to me and that it was clear that wasn't the case but that was my first impression because i that doesn't usually happen you know <laughs> yeah yeah and i think also in the beginning we were not talking as frequently as we do right now so maybe like it it seemed like a very big change because i don't know we didn't talk for a long time i honestly you know like because life is happening so fast these days like even one year ago the things that happened i'm like wow was that one year ago it feels like five or ten years ago <laughs> so you know these these memories from longer ago i'm i'm yeah it's it's i sometimes also wonder okay did it happen last year did this happen five years ago like time yeah it's just weird goes it's it's weird but i guess that's that's another another topic so so back to to your um question about how my journey with anxiety and fear has been i guess not going too much into my childhood history just summarizing a bit i've been going through through depressive and anxious episodes throughout Basically, my childhood, adolescence, then I've been abusing substances, um, other things in life, all kinds of self-destructive behaviors that have been leading me to a path where I was losing my identity. Well, actually, I was searching for my identity because I could not find my identity in this world. And, and yeah, maybe through substances, through like... Um, like rebellious behavior i was finding trying to find ways to cope with with the challenges that i was facing in life whether it was like feeling an outsider or parental you know issues at home my my parents divorced and and stuff like that so but i've always had this this feeling deep inside me that I could never surrender to the fact that, okay, things are bad right now and it will never get any, any better. I, I could never accept that. So I guess that, that has kind of been like a savior thought of mine that has always been 
giving me this these feelings of hope to always pursue to work on myself to search to ask questions and that's in all all kind of fields obviously and in terms of anxiety and fear um i've been dealing with it in many different ways i mean obviously the self-destructive ways as a, as i just described but then i've been finding i guess more wholesome ways more more loving ways towards myself where i started exploring buddhism and meditation i started exploring psychotherapy i've been in in psychotherapy for two and a half years i started doing plant medicine uh, talking with people i mean obviously sharing with you relating a lot with others writing in the diary then at some mm. point art came into my life and i started to be able to express my emotions in general through music through art and yeah i guess there's been many different coping mechanisms that i have used along the way where i'm at the point right now that i see emotions and feelings as energies that that are present and i simply teach myself to be aware of them whenever they come up acknowledge that they are present accept them for what it is you know search in my body where i feel the energy because for example most of the time not always sadness i i feel in my lungs anger mm. can be expressed throughout my whole body but sometimes i feel like distensions in my face so i i learned to develop a better relationship with, with my body and therefore um, it's easier for me to feel where these emotions are acknowledge them accept them and then i i speak out either in my mind or out loud that you know i acknowledge that anger is present and i release the anger and i visualize that the anger is is leaving my body into whatever into the light or something else so yeah i guess that's that's my most recent coping mechanism to deal with this yeah i like uh, that idea you? well that idea that you've been using where you just say anger is present instead of i'm angry or i have anger because then you're like owning it and making it part of your identity whereas if you just say oh i'm noticing some anger it's a way different thing it's not yours it's just one of the many things happening to you or in your surroundings and then it doesn't freak you out as much it's way worse to just try to pretend it's not there because it never goes away you know um yes i guess you know my story is very similar to yours with like trying pretty much every coping mechanism out there and the awesome thing is that they just all gradually stopped working for me like i don't feel like i was just like i'm not going to do this anymore it's more that it just stopped working so every time i tried to hide from things you know with I was kind of like a love addict with relationship to relationship, alcohol, drugs, all that. It just eventually kind of stops working and, and you're miserable even when you're drunk, you know, or even when you're in a new relationship. And yeah, and then, I don't know, it's more just about like giving up the fight for me, just being like, I'm so tired of struggling against myself and being mean to myself. There's so much in the world that's already against us. Like why add yourself to that it just doesn't make sense so it almost became like a common sense thing but this obviously was gradual over years but i've had kind of layers of 
this realization. My most recent one was like in May. And since then, it's been kind of like a new level of just being aware of those energies and stuff instead of so stuck in them, which is pretty much hell, you know. It's the worst. Totally. <laughs> and I think that's where like 99% of people maybe are living in, like that state of just being afraid of your own mind, you know, because it's so uncomfortable and you don't understand it and it's scary. And so people just avoid it forever until they can't anymore because something knocks them on their ass whether it's like a car accident or an illness or a death and those things are often the greatest teachers and yeah all that cliche stuff about you know the dark and light have to be in balance like the yin yang it's so true um and making peace with all that dark stuff is like the most important part like instead of just trying to deny it or villainize it you acknowledge its purpose i kind of compared it recently to like if you have negative energies hanging around you, you can just be like, oh, how'd that get there? Let me just clear it out. It's like finding dirt on your floor inside. You don't have to villainize dirt and say, this is evil. How did I attract to this? No, it just like, it was, it's in the wrong place. Dirt isn't evil. You just need to clear it out. You know, the same, it's the same for energies like ambient anxiety, anger, whatever. These metaphors really help me, you know, just simplifying it like that because it's the same. Yes. Yes, I, I love metaphors like that. And I totally agree with you going with the flow. I've been facing these things with a lot of resistance in my in my life. And, and still sometimes, you know, when when certain emotions are present that I don't want to be present on that moment, I can still have this this reaction of resistance, you know, it's a trigger that and I guess like you say, a lot of people are not aware of, of it and I guess are controlled by, by the emotions. And it takes a, a lot of effort in the beginning, especially to be aware of what's happening because we are so conditioned to be in this continuous state of, of triggers and outside influences that, you know, uh, catch our attention. So, yeah, it's, it's, we, we are at, at school, we are at least when I was going to school, nobody thought me about meditation. Nobody no. thought me about emotions. Nobody thought me about, you know, how to be with, with the thoughts that I'm experiencing. So it, it, it's, it's all been my own personal journey that has led me to, to, I guess, these realizations. And I think for many people, like they finish school or they finish college and, and they're like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm done with, with, with learning in life, you know, that's it. Now I'm going to work and, and I'll be working and that's it. And I couldn't, I like never identify with this idea. Like, no. I'm like, you know, I want to keep learning. I want to keep growing. I, I want to see, you know, there, there's so much to learn. So, and, and the more I learn, about myself or about the world the more i see like okay wow there is so much more to learn and it's so exciting you know it, it never ends yeah and i and i love your um example about the dirt you know i think these kind of examples can make very abstract things um very like um i guess yeah like very um you can grasp it and and you know, certain difficult concepts can be like, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you hear an example like that and something clicks in your mind and, and the puzzle pieces fall, fall in the right place. 
So, um, yeah. Yeah, another another really good one is like if you're having negative thoughts and you decide to believe them and cling on to them and like listen to them, you know, like feed them with your energy, it's pretty much self-harm. Like it's as nonsensical as like lighting your hand on fire or something, just on a mental level. Like you're literally choosing to to suffer. It's the same thing as like cutting yourself, but we don't see it that way because it's normal. But it really is the same, you know. But yeah, of course, there's always going to be still challenges like uh, the challenges grow like they get as big as you. (laughs) As far as you excel, the challenges are going to like match that always. Like they don't end, you know, and that's another thing. I think a lot of people, especially on the spiritual path, their goal is to reach a state of enlightenment where things don't bother them anymore or the struggle ends or they don't have challenges anymore and that's so wrong (laughs) it's so wrong because it never unless you're going to go meditate your life away in the mountains maybe then you could escape challenges forever but if you're going to live in society you're gonna your buttons are going to be pushed all the time (laughs) it's just how it is yes so just making peace with that is the best thing you can do Yes, and and I think that's, I mean, I've been going through this phase as well when I was spending time in in monasteries in Southeast Asia, like, you know, like no materialism, only love and light, suppressing all these, let's say, negative emotions. And yeah, I so agree with you. Like, we, yeah, I mean, if we just go with the flow and, and just embrace things as they are, like nature doesn't judge anything as good or bad only we as humans put labels on on things and and that's something that i guess it's a process that 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 i don't know if everyone goes through it but in spiritual journey i i see it a lot with with friends or people who are um yeah let's say taking the spiritual journey to explore themselves they yes it's like similar um challenges along the along the road and it's interesting to see how how others deal with this so that's why i really love talking with you about it and with other people too because i'm learning so much when you share your experience your story your perspective and i mean a lot of times we don't agree on on things uh, (laughs) or maybe in the first place but i i I always value your opinion and it always makes me think then you know I, i always try to see it from your perspective okay why do you have this opinion and the more i do that the more yeah i mean i guess there's a certain open-mindedness that just helps to relate with life in general and also like for example in 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 terms of labeling and i used to label let's say nightmares as something bad that would wake me up in the middle of the night and i would have this like very fearful feeling and Nowadays, nowadays, even last night, I had these, what I would previously call nightmares. Like one dream, uh, there was a lot of fighting where I was involved. Another dream, I, I was chased by some entity, like, let's say a devilish entity. And like, I feel like now, even like in my dreams, I have a certain consciousness that I'm observing it more as it is. It's just a, a mm-hmm. certain play that is happening and 
yeah then when i wake up then maybe i feel i turn around and i'm a bit like okay what what just happened but like it's not like in the past that i would wake up and i would be afraid i would not want to go to sleep you know i would have to think okay i can't fall asleep again on the same side as i woke up because then the nightmares will come back etc mm-hmm. so yeah I, i just see this this let's say more neutral perspective helping even in the dream state which is something that i would never think about that it same here happen. i've experienced the same thing actually with the dreams where i had a dream once i was just like walking down the street and i started hearing these really negative thoughts in my head and i was like that's not me i just knew it wasn't even in my dream i'm like nice try but no that's not me and then it just disappeared and that's been easier and easier in waking life but yeah it's interesting when the dreams reflect reflect that dreams start getting really trippy too like the more that you dive into all this stuff about the self and you heal things and release the stuff holding you back they can get so uh almost like psychedelic and like there's i have like powers in them sometimes or there's like alternate dimensions and i'm different characters and it gets pretty deep <laughs> it's cool yes totally i i also feel like especially in the last year the dreams i've been having have changed so much like i also start like recognizing that i'm the different let's say entities or personas in the dream where in in the in the past a couple of years ago i would just identify with the one that has this um first person uh point of view and now i just i don't know i see it like i had different characteristics or different traits are mine and yeah just i guess more more an, an observer of what's happening and i'm fascinated by, about you know what what's the meaning behind it and where where you know where where it's coming from what does our consciousness do are we traveling to some other dimension and it's so it's we so weird it? yeah yeah well what you said about like uh you used to get all freaked out by nightmares and then now you don't that can apply to like anything negative or scary or bad you know that we're afraid of um it takes so much energy to have a fear reaction to something because then you create resistance to it and you're like tightening yourself up and you're trying putting up protections like defense it putting yourself in de- defense mode and i think that's kind of the normal state most people are existing in but they don't realize how much energy it actually takes and that's why people end up with like chronic fatigue like i did a few years ago so pressing things it ends up just completely draining you of everything and then people end up with like weird illnesses or attract other really bad stuff until they wake up or don't you know yes totally i i i mean i i i've i've noticed it myself as well like in my body the subtle feelings that i'm recognizing right now it's so much more yeah just subtle than than it used to be and and like you said i i remember i i've always been in this continuous state of 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 chronic stress or chronic fatigue where you know i was feeling my body outside and i i didn't even know how to relax i would have to consciously tell myself okay relax relax my shoulders relax my shoulders mm-hmm. relax my shoulders and um yeah i i sometimes it's it's easy to forget how how difficult the the beginnings were you know in, in this journey to when when we started recognizing all these things and and that's that's what i try to um remind myself of when 
when others are facing these these issues and they are not aware of it like you know i i've been there at some point as well and you know like i can't judge them i can't say like okay why are you not aware of this why are no, you reacting like this if they could see their way out of it they would not be choosing it you know because exactly. it sucks so bad like why would you choose that the only reason you would choose it is because you don't realize that there are other ways and that's why i really want to share my stories and like talk to people like you who used to be like that and you we've kind of managed to not be anymore because most people don't know that there's alternatives they just think oh i have anxiety my options are either to get on pills or suffer forever <laughs> some people really just or maybe go to therapy for 20 years and dig through my childhood like no you have the tools yourself you can do it now it's gradual it takes effort it's scary but otherwise you're just gonna be miserable the rest of your life and just go around in survival mode and slowly like strangle yourself by like squeezing your body and i still have to remember to relax my shoulders too because i have that same thing the anxiety of just clenching up my body and sometimes that is enough to help just remind yourself to release it and that can just become a new habit, you know, like that becomes the default way. If you just keep repeating and repeating and repeating, you have to be like really repetitive and relentless with it, you know? Yes. I've learned. Yes, exactly. I mean, we have to remember all these years of conditioning that we've been going through up until the point where, when we started to recognize these things and then, you know, like, maybe in the beginning like 0.001% of our time or our awareness is focused on that and then it grows and it grows and it grows but still the majority of, of time like even now after these years of doing all this work I know that the majority of time during the day I'm not like consciously aware of what is happening like I I know, and especially when we talk about it right now, that there is, there is, uh, it's happening so much more than than even one year or two years ago. Um, but to unlearn all these things and these thought patterns that that have been like wiring our brain, especially in the beginning stages of our development as children, when our brains are are very moldable, you know. So uh, now, you know, it it takes time and effort and a continuous practice and uh that's why i think it's important also to have people that you can relate to um, about these topics talk about remind each other because you know we talk about things and repeat repeat about things that we've been discussing before but every time for me it's like we're discussing something new and even when we talked about it 1000 times the <laughs> 1000 the first time you you tell me something that there can be again this puzzle piece that falls into place and i'm like oh wow i've heard this <laughs> one thousand times but now suddenly i see something completely different and yeah like you were saying also um for me it's also so i always get so much energy when when i can talk with people and 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 they they get aware of certain things because i share something from my own personal story and and i love doing that i love getting on podcasts like these because I believe that in this way we are helping also to heal collective wounds and the, the ch our children or the generations after us, they won't have to necessarily face the, the kind of challenges that we've been facing. I mean, I'm super grateful for the generation of my parents that have been building up the society to the level that it is right now with all its ups and downs, of course. 
because it has put me in a very luxurious position that I can mm-hmm. talk with somebody, uh, one of my closest friends that's thousands of kilometers away uh, from here, like real time. Um, yeah, I have access cool. to the, yeah, right. And, and access to the internet, to the information. Uh, basically, uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's like really the most amazing times to live in, albeit having all these challenges, collective challenges, which I also see as, as very positive things because like in the last three months, I mean, uh, this in this whole COVID-19 uh, crisis, I've been seeing so many people in my surrounding that 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 have just started to ask question questions, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily to dive into certain theories or whatever, but just ask themselves, like, okay, you know, what is happening? Like, why is my life in the way it is? Why? Am I doing this job for 40 hours or 60 hours a week and then coming home and then eating, I don't know, watching something, sleeping, repeating every day in, day out, day in, day out. So, yeah, I, I feel that this also gives gives many people the opportunity to become more aware of, for example, anxieties and, and fears that we are going through. And, yeah, I think it's something beautiful. To- I've noticed a bit of a trend with that too, like certain people in my life that I never would have expected to say things like this are becoming like self-aware, like, oh, I realized that I really don't like myself and it causes me to act in these ways. And it's like, whoa, I've never, didn't expect that from you. But I think it's because like all the systems people have put faith in all these years, they see that they're actually not as sturdy and immutable as we think. Like they're not universal law. It's just somebody made up something and it caught on. And that's what we are working with now, all the systems. But something that puts everything on pause, including even like your job and social stuff, all that, it kind of, yeah, you have to stop and go, wait, whoa, what have I been doing all this time? (laughs) Because you just suddenly have all this extra time. And yeah, I think it's great, honestly. Like, I'm not happy about people dying from this, like sickness, obviously, but I think overall, yeah, it's, it's good for people to have to stay home and think about things more deeply because yeah shit was pretty fucked up <laughs> yes and, and these are the opportunities for change to happen because i think if if we look at history i mean even even on a, an individual level on a personal level the greatest changes that i have been experiencing were on moments where i was facing I guess the biggest challenges, things that mm-hmm. were like pivotal in my life in, in one way or the other. And yeah, that's, that's where opportunities, I mean, I like to look at, at crisis, whatever crisis it is, as, as, as an opportunity for change, as an opportunity to do things better. So yeah, like you said, obviously it's sad, you know, people getting sick, people dying, but that's also again, part of life, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's also us labeling how we've been taught in in society how to deal with death is is a certain way of dealing with it but if you are raised as a as a hindu uh, for example or a buddhist and you and you believe in reincarnation well which i do as well but i mean being raised as a christian catholic uh, there there have been different views that that i've been taught but yeah i mean that's also just a perspective so um, yeah, I guess the, it's just interesting that that we have so many different cultures on the world that we can learn from each other and 
and now especially now it's it's a good time to find this unity find these these places where we can find the the similarities um uh, between each other and also embrace the differences that they are and not not you know polarized like okay you are different in that way so you are you are bad or th that's bad or that belief is bad which we also see happening now with this whole black life life matters movement and over the last years also whether it has been feminism or these this lgbq2 movement or other types of movements um i i, I think it's very good that they exist um and and because it brings a certain awareness I think we at the same time have to pay attention that it doesn't create more polarity because that's mm -hmm. what at least if you follow the mainstream narrative then and the media you see a lot of polarity and a lot of like okay this is good this is not good uh, you should do this you should do that if you believe this like I mean I can't even say anything like if today I was writing based on your um uh, or with your help yesterday you know when we discussed about me wanting to write a book so today i started and yeah. i was even i was writing about something from my childhood and i was thinking about okay you know i want to describe a person from another race what word should i use like oh. okay a color person i'm like what the fuck why am no, i thinking about this like it's crazy you're not allowed to say even... that <laughs> oh okay well we have to censor that out <laughs> what the f <laughs> no no it's but, okay it's uh, it's confusing trying to keep up with what's okay to say yeah. and not anymore um yeah it's uh there's definitely a trend in the mainstream just both literally the mainstream media and also just people to like look for the enemy and just like go after the enemy it's like who's the villain here who's the oppressor we need to take out the oppressor and it just creates more of the same. Like, even if you win yes. a war, there's going to be a backlash. The, the other side will want to get you back. And then it just keeps going back and forth. Um, but I, I mean, I don't have the answer to how to heal. Like in America, the race wound thing is real. Like the trauma and like the African-American community is really, it's like palpable and, and you can see that it's like a traumatized community that needs healing. I'm glad that people seem to be like listening now to that, you know, because before it was kind of not really acknowledged in a way. And I think now most people are starting to say, okay, yeah, they're suffering. Let's listen. And that seems like a really good uh, step forward. And people also saying, okay, so racism's a problem. So let's look in ourselves for our racist like I've been hearing people say that like all of us have racist tendencies so let's all look within and acknowledge those and work through them ourselves so we can stop perpetuating this so that even that it's just whoa like I couldn't see people talking about that like 10 years ago you know yes it's, it seems yeah I really do think things are just uh, getting better overall for everyone even if it seems crazy right now yes and and acknowledging this within ourselves that's that's beautiful and also like we were discussing in the beginning like not label it as something good or bad because even from a psychological point of view we identify more with people we find similarities uh, uh, with or th that we are familiar with it's it's 
it's a process called in-group and out-group um, you know dynamics so it's it's natural we are all born let's say racist and there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that because it has been serving us a purpose for a very long time like when we were you know in in tribes in the past uh, many many thousands of years ago like you you when yeah when you would encounter another tribe that maybe had hostile behaviors it it would be good that you could like see that there are you know like you could instantly recognize okay this is another per this is a person from another tribe whether it is through mm -hmm. skin color or, or other things so i think all these things also like you you are saying that people are starting to to look within themselves it's good to acknowledge this and also not vilify it as oh fuck you know i have tendencies to 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 you know judge somebody based on the skin color or or the culture or whatever and uh, these in in the, in the broader light of things these these issues show that on a collective level i think that people are just yeah i think fed up with how things are whether it's within themselves or with the world and and just really feeling this strong urge of a change and yeah i'm i'm very hopeful and positive about what everything will bring uh me too to humanity I I have been from the very start. From the start, I was like, this is it. This is it. This is the tipping point. I've been waiting for it because I could just feel things building and everyone was trying to pretend things were normal and that they were okay, but they really weren't. And I could feel that. And it's like we needed something, something to get people to look deeper. And I know it's, it might sound weird to some people to hear that I was like, yay, there's a virus. <laughs> and it's, but honestly, I, I just see it as like, reality doing its thing and it's for our own good because I know that all the darkest stuff in my life has taught me the most. I wouldn't trade any of it, totally. like nothing. Totally. Because yeah, when you're desperate, that's when you get inventive and you get stronger and better and you get sick of like holding yourself down and that's all really good stuff. Even if there's a little bit of suffering, you know, we can handle a lot more than we think. For sure, yes, and yeah, these like you you are saying, I, I'm also like every day starting to be more grateful that this whole crisis is is happening because, yeah, just just you know us slowing down and seeing how nature how quickly nature heals and and that we can do things differently. Like so many corporations here in the Netherlands have been saying like. Yeah, you can't work from home. We need you at the office every day, blah, blah. And now, you know, their whole infrastructure, in a matter of a month, I think they have reorganized everything. Things are going and also people realizing, okay, why do we have this continue? Why do we have this need for continuous economic growth? Who invented yeah. this? You know, who yeah. is benefiting this? And why are we all billions of people following this, this paradigm um, for what? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's, those are all these, like you were saying on a personal level, you would not want to trade these, these, let's say bad experiences that you've been having. Same here. You know, I'm appreciating it so much. I don't think necessarily that everyone needs to have um, a certain amount of suffering to come to certain I realizations. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope not. And And I really hope that, you know, us doing the work, we can, 
like pave the road for the generations uh, after us to have a a better life like yeah like the generations before us did so yeah mm -hmm. yeah well i'm actually starting to get pretty hungry so we can uh we can stop it there if you want. Yes, i think this has good. been a really good talk i hope that uh, the for recording sure. went well we'll see <laughs> but yes i don't know how do long it was but i I think, oh, I we've think been having a good like 40 minutes maybe but I'll probably cut okay, out the good. first so perfect. I'll probably cut out the first part because we were just kind of like yeah trying to figure out the audio and stuff <laughs> yes yes sounds good sounds but, good uh, thank you and yeah likewise see you. <laughs> likewise yes likewise good to see you and connect on the in this virtual plane and uh yeah I, I really enjoyed this so I mean yeah let's do this more often whenever yeah. we feel inspired uh, i think we have a great flow and i mean obviously just as expected the conversations go to <laughs> different topics but I, I i think that doesn't matter I, I i like when when things go like that in podcasts so my favorite yeah. podcasts are the ones where it just feels like there's people talking and like it's just casual like those because it's the most real yeah. you know so I, I like that exactly all right well i'm well, sure that's we'll, what we've I'll... been doing <laughs> yeah catching up a bit so yeah i'm sure that we'll we'll end up talking soon so i'll talk to you soon <laughs> yeah all right have a good meal bye bye, bye. hi guys just a quick note to say if you want to hear more from philippe you can find him on soundcloud facebook instagram uh and youtube at deep philippe D-E-E-P-F-I-L-I-P -E -E -I -I and deepphilippe.com since I forgot to add that in the podcast. Thanks!